Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV, on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at Benator Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is Mompreneurs, the dreams and reality of juggling business and family. Woohoo! I have two strong, creative, busy, fearless, action-oriented mom entrepreneurs at the table with me today. Let's get right to it, though, because I love what these women have to say, and we know that the joys and the challenges go hand in hand. Today, I have Lynn Sasso, co-founder of The Dreamland Company, and Michelle Brown, founder of I Help Moms. Let's hear where you are in your mompreneur stories, what inspires you and motivates you, and then we can explore the realities of living that vision with the daily demands of kids and families. Michelle, I'm just meeting you in person for the first time today, and I'm very excited to hear your story. Tell us about your family and where you are in your mompreneur journey. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be at this amazing podcast with amazing women. And, you know, my journey started when I moved 3,000 miles away from my family, my friends. I lived in Oregon, and we're now in Florida, and I didn't know anyone. And um, I had my first daughter, and of course, like most moms, I thought it would be blissful and perfect, and that I knew everything, and I read every baby book, and it slammed me like a Mack truck ran me over, to be perfectly honest. And um, I So how close was your daughter's birth to the move? Um, it was a few years after. Because okay, so you have a two-year-old, and you're in a brand new place. So, well, I had moved here, and then I had my daughter a few years later oh, after okay. we moved. Yes, Sorry. so okay, I was great. with a newborn. I had a really difficult delivery um, that I had not anticipated, and I feel like moms never told me it could go that way. (laughs) And I couldn't get out of bed for about two months. I I really, my repair was just awful. And finally, when I was able to walk, I went to my husband. I said, this is crazy. I said, I just delivered a baby, which is like being a superhero in and of itself. And I need to cook. I need to clean. I need, you needed to go back to work after a week. I'm left by myself. I don't know anyone. I don't have family here. And I spiraled into postpartum depression. I mean, so many things I experienced um, that I just never even considered could happen because I think especially when you have your first baby, you're so excited. You're in that baby bliss. And so, you know, I told them, I'm like, there has got to be a place where moms can find everything they need, similar to caregot.com where you can log on and find any type of babysitter you need. I said, but I needed lactation consultants. I needed doulas. I needed a baby nurse. I needed a nurse. I needed, you know, a tongue tie and lip tie specialist, a pediatric dentist. I needed breastfeeding help and I needed help for myself. I scoured for hours trying to find help. I didn't know anybody to ask for help or who to even get referrals from. And a light bulb went off for me and I said, you know, 
I'm going to help moms. And so I turned my own hopelessness in that moment as a mom into hope for moms everywhere. And it has just been my driving force, my driving fuel every day because I remember a lot of moms always said, you'll get through it. And in those dark moments when moms don't understand what you're going through, I really didn't know that I was going to make it through it. And I think you can tell I'm a positive, happy person. I was a shell of a woman that was shocked at what had just happened to me. And um, I, do, I wasn't going to get through it. What, what's so amazing about that story is that the seeds for this beautiful vision comes from first connecting to yourself mm-hmm. in the most honest way possible mm. and really being real about it. Whoa, who flipped this on? <laughs> yeah. And then taking that and creating that opportunity to use it as a genuine connection to moms. Yeah, and I want moms to know, IHelpMoms.com will never forget. We will never say, this too shall pass. That's something that I will never say because I've been where you are, I understand where you're at, and I'm here to help you. The cliches and the myths bury moms, yeah. and, and, they, and they send them deeper into those dark spirals. And we want to be here today to talk about the stories and to honor every mom's story. Yeah. I love it, I love it. And I have so many more questions, but give me one more timeline piece. So um, you have two children now. Three. Three. I just had one, yep. <laughs> okay, so three children. Yeah. And how old is your oldest? So I've got three kids under four. <laughs> Life is busy and beautiful and blessed, I like to say. And again, I truly understand everything that moms are facing. Um, So it really makes I Help Moms a place to connect, a positive place, and a place of support and encouragement. And where I'm at right now is I just finished my third book. Um, We just did Successful Kids Do This, and it's available for completely free. For free. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yep. And And then um, you have two others. Yep. We have two others. One on sleep, because I struggled getting sleep as a new mom, so I wanted to help more moms get better sleep. And then the other one's just called The Happy Mom, because at the end of the day, we all want to be happy and healthy. You are such an amazing resource. So I want to come back to all of the, the juggling and the reality, and just keep... You know, just bursting, exploding <laughs> all of these myths and misconceptions yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, but just the timeline and the and the idea of three under four and a business and a joy shows moms everywhere that there is a way to follow your dreams, your passions, and and really be yourself, regardless of anybody saying you can't do it, you shouldn't do it, are you crazy mm. for doing it? Um, but I think the key to what you're saying is. We all need support and we all need help. And I think when we reach out and connect to other moms, connect to the experts, connect to professionals, connect to the resources on the website, I think that's where it's all possible. But I think trying to juggle it all on your own, I think it's very difficult. I do believe that the best things in life come from those connections and those relationships. Yes. Okay, Lynn, you are near and dear to us at this podcast. (laughs) You, I'll say it a million times, you are the person that gave it the see me, hear me, love me name. Um, So as Michelle is the tell the truth person, you are also the acknowledgement of being real um, and honoring children and the grown-ups around them. Fill us in on your mom's story and your new business story. Uh, I have a seven-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl. And um, my I, I relate a lot to what Michelle said. I struggled. Uh, well, before I struggled, I was very successful in my career as an attorney. Um, whatever I set my mind to, I, I got it done. I made it happen. 
Uh, and then it came time I got married. I wanted to have a family. And I was hit in the face with some fertility issues. And it was something I couldn't get over just by working harder or um, doing it better or giving more focus. It was just one of those things that as someone who's always met goals through hard work, this was something that I couldn't meet through that same path. Um, so eventually, after working with experts and connecting with other moms in the same situation, I am blessed to have two healthy, beautiful, wonderful uh, children. And when I, decide, when, I, when I was able to get pregnant and have a healthy pregnancy, I knew that I, I couldn't be a lawyer in the same capacity that I had been. Uh, I was, maybe because of the challenges, I was so appreciative that I was pregnant, that I was gonna have a healthy baby. Um, I didn't wanna split that time between 60 hours a week at a law firm, traveling and, and all that came with it. I was fortunate enough uh, that I could decide to stop working for that time, which I feel so lucky, and I know that's not a choice for everyone. Um, but I did. I stopped working um, before I had my son, so about eight years ago. And then um, when I had my daughter, I had I gained 60 pounds through both pregnancies, and that's a lot for, for me. And, you know, after you have a baby, again, what no one tells you is your body feels different. You look in the mirror, you have a crying baby, you haven't slept, and your body just is different. It's squishier, it's maybe bigger, it's just the shape is different. Um, but I still, I love fashion, I love style, I still wanted to look and feel cute and pretty. And you always um, did. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, truly, truly. Even when you're trapped at home with a newborn, you still want to look cute and feel good about yourself. Um, so I found a, a hole in the market as for pajamas, sleepwear, because that's kind of what you're living in as a new mom. Um, and even as a mom of a seven and five-year-old, when it gets to bedtime and I get to put them to sleep and have time alone either with myself or with my husband, I cannot wait to put on something comfy lay on the couch, whatever it is. And something that says, I have value, I am worth this, I can nurture myself and and put beautiful things around me. Exactly, exactly. And, and before I, I created my product, I would pick up uh, a sleep shirt at Target or um, wherever, whatever was on sale or, you know, and none of it was well made. It was all made in China or overseas uh, without care or concern for real women's bodies. Mm -hmm. um, so I created something myself. And I had the idea when five years ago after my daughter was born, and it's only in the past four or five months that I've actually made it happen. That's a big journey. That's yes. an amazing journey. And, and I want to go back to one more thing about the moms, new moms experience, or just coming from being a, a, a person who has power and confidence and competency in the world and then you come to this motherhood world not only does your body change your emotions change your identities get all scrambled um who am i where am i where am i going but this idea that that, that you have to let go of some of those old ways in order to honor who you're becoming because you're in this huge transition 
And so I think that idea of self-care and self-honoring and vulnerability, which comes to the, we all need help, we all feel hopeless, there is a dark side to motherhood. Um, I'm probably guessing to fatherhood as well, but dads, you know, we know that dads feel guilt in a way that they didn't feel for any generation of fathers ever, um, because they are full partners with you in this now. But there is this idea where men's self-care might be a little bit um, less guilt-ridden than women's. So um, anyways, bravo, because you did come through huge transformations um, where you still hold the old you, but she she becomes um, a, a bigger, fuller you because you have these new experiences. Okay, so let's go from, let's go to that five years of from idea to reality. Um, and, and for your story as well, Michelle, like where did, where, how did you go from vision to reality? Um, you want to go first in terms of the, the challenges and staying determined and not giving up on yourself or the dream or which parts of it you had to let go of? It was very challenging. Um, first, I didn't even want to share the idea with anyone. I literally did not want negative feedback. It was just yeah. something so Don't tell fragile. me not to do this now. Yeah. Right. So I didn't tell anybody about the idea for probably two years. Not anyone. Not my husband. No one. Um, but then when I started to really think, like, well, I also wanted to hold on to it and make sure I still thought it was a good idea yeah. as time passed. Well, you had to live in it. It's almost like quitting smoking. You know, it's like if I tell somebody, or dieting, mm-hmm. you know, like if I tell somebody, then they're going to hold me accountable. And let me make sure that this is who where I want to go with it. Exactly. So you have to be protective of those private journeys before they become public. Definitely. And, and I was. And I still felt like it was the best idea. I still felt like moms and women of all shapes and sizes would appreciate it and would see the value in it and would... Would, it would make them feel good and make them feel happy. Yeah. Um, and so my daughter graduated preschool last year and was off to, you know, big kid big school. school. And so I, I knew that that was the time for me to try it. And I kept thinking, should I do it? Because my life was great. I had the luxury of time. My husband has a flexible schedule. The kids were at school. We'd go off to the beach and go out to lunch. And we had a Fantastic. Okay, hold your thought yes. there on the everything was great. Everybody out there, because we had another podcast on creative moms, and I want to say if if you think you shouldn't do something because your life is already great or because people tell you you should be grateful, please, please, please don't let go of what you really want because that is a, that's a rabbit hole that women pay a price for. So... It's, it's hard to say, this isn't enough for me right now, and I want to try or experiment. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Okay, so now it's like, I'm going to do this even though, I'm going to take on something hard. I'm going to take on something challenging that's going to be disruptive in my life. Absolutely. And I kept thinking. So it wasn't thinking, easy? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I kept thinking, I will always regret if I don't try it. It might fail. I thought dare to suck many times came into my head. <laughs> it's the improv rule, and life is improv, and parenting is improv. Dare to suck. Embrace it and so, commit. Right. And so, um, you know, after my daughter had been in school a couple months, and she was loving it, happy, everything was going well with the kids, 
I said, okay, it's my time. I'm going to do this. Where do I start? I had zero background in the apparel industry. Um, I knew I needed to find expertise and, and, um, and resources to get me where I needed to be. Uh, so I actually turned to a mom that I met at preschool who was in the retail field and we brainstormed and I really laid out the idea in full to her at first and she loved it. And this is Melissa Wexler who um, has a fabulous business um, as well. Right. And co-founder. Yes. Um, And she loved the idea. She had gone through some surgery and thought, wouldn't that have been nice if I had something when I was recovering at home something soft and comfy and well-made and cotton um, that I could wear when I'm recovering from, you know, surgery and that kind of thing. So it was just a a, a much-needed confirmation, affirmation that the idea was good. Um, But from that, it was, how do I get it done? Because I knew I wanted it made um, of luxurious, high-quality fabric. I wanted it made in the USA. That was very important to me. Uh, And I wanted it to be cute and stylish and fun and and well done um so we found an expert who had that kind of background we got put in touch with the right fabric suppliers the right manufacturers um and there were many 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 bumps along the way how many and that process was how many years that was short that was four months Okay, so once the ball mm. starts rolling down the hill, it went fast. Well, I mean, you knowing me, um, I am once I want to do something, I will not stop until I do it. Okay. Uh, and that's you know how it went with this, but it was hard. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know the terminology to use. I didn't know how to get the patterns made. I didn't know which stitching was which. I, I, I went to seminars, I educated myself, I studied it, I researched it. Um, and this, meanwhile, is a technique I learned from my husband who started a car wash, not knowing anything about that. And, Mr. Squeaky in Pompano oh, on Atlantic. Okay. Yes. Um, so I thought, well, he can do it. I can do it. And, and I also looked towards other moms that I knew, like Jennifer Haley, Jennifer Zuner. These are real-life women that I knew, and they did it. The inspiration is all around us. Right. Yeah. Michelle, how, 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 how easy... And challenging was your uh, launch. Yeah, I think, you know, they always say that being a leader is lonely at the top. Thank you. And I definitely found that to be true. Um, when you have these amazing ideas, just like Lynn was saying, you know, at times you keep it in your head because you're really excited about it. Then you're like, I got to get this idea out there. So that means that I actually have to like start letting people into my idea, right? So you take that leap of faith and that's when the ball gets rolling. So 2012, I had my daughter. Went through the first year of motherhood floundering. And I was like, I really need this website. Similar to you, I'm like, no, this is a really good idea. I definitely need to create a website to help moms. Well, just for perspective, were you working full-time the two Great years question. before? Um, so I have my degree in sports marketing. So I worked in professional sports for 10 years. So just similar to I love everything Lynn's saying is I had no idea about websites. <laughs> and you know, and I'm going to date myself here, but social media didn't even exist as when I was growing up. And that's a whole nother ball game that I, I've educated myself in. I've absolutely loved continually learning, which I think is a really important aspect of being an entrepreneur and a mompreneur. Um, so that was 2012. Um, and I, my husband as well is a very successful chiropractor. So I was helping in the office there after 
we had the baby. And I just had this burning desire inside of me to move forward with I Help Moms. When you have that seed of an idea and you have a marketplace that does not have a niche like you have, you just, you burn with a passion that's unquenchable. And every day and every night, even though I was dead tired from nursing my baby and and trying to balance everything and being a great wife and a great mom, you just can't shut it off because it's so important to you. I love hearing it. What I want to say, I think, for everybody out there that's like, no, I'm too tired. No, there's something about the connection you have with yourself Mm that gave you a direct line to who you are, what you need, what you want. And at no point, because you are so honest of, I, I'm struggling here, that, that was awakened in you in a way that I think some people don't allow themselves to feel because it's too scary mm-hmm. to say I could do more because mm-hmm. what if I had to then step up and do more? And this isn't to say that it's, okay, it's not okay to be content with mm-hmm. the peace and the joy. I mean, but, this, but the idea of that if, that if you're tired, if there, there's tired mm-hmm. is real, yeah. but there's also something else that comes with life being where you want to be Mm -hmm. that allows you to overrule that tired or live with the tired maybe I don't know yeah I think there's a couple of great things that you're saying there is Lynn and I both have expressed there's definitely women who have inspired us every day I think you have to keep you know I look at Jessica Simpson I got the chance to go hear Jessica Alba speak and even Rebecca Minkoff like they're all amazing moms and they prioritize their life, they schedule their life, that their kids matter, their marriages matter, and their businesses matter. And it can happen that way. You just have to decide that that's what you're going to do. And again, I go back to support. I think all of us have a support system to make all that work. So as moms are listening and inspired with their ideas and we cheer you on, know that we have support. And that's, that's so important along the journey. Was it always easy for you to ask for help? Um, You know, I... It's not easy. Okay, so that's that's the answer. It's not easy to ask for help, but that's why I created I Help Moms is that the help is easier to get, <laughs> right? And then once you allow yourself to ask yeah. or to seek what that support yeah. and make that network, yeah. then you've got what you need. Definitely. And I think in terms of the timeline you're talking about, it's a little bit interesting for me as 2012, I had the idea. Then I got the ball rolling. I got everyone signed up. I looked at all the business, you know, built the business plan, looked at all the different businesses, the subscription-based model, the mom-based model, the how did I want to build my core followers? Um, And then I got pregnant again. So then, honestly, I had to say, okay, just like Lynn said, okay, I'm going to either be a mom or I'm going to do this business thing. So I had to scale back a little bit. And that's the honest thing is that I think being a mompreneur moves in cycles and you have to give yourself permission to say, I am not superwoman. That's not what I can be, but I can enjoy my baby right now and my business will be there. And then I got rolling again, all steam forward ahead and I got pregnant again. (laughs) So that takes me to 2017. I just had my daughter. She's 10 weeks old. I have books out. We've got a TV show. I launched a TV show um, just a few weeks before she was born. (laughs) And um, now, you know, it's just so exciting. I've got a couple big events coming up. But I always say scheduling is key, prioritizing is key, and loving yourself and loving your family will make all your dreams come true. Okay, so let's now go to the reality of the juggle. You sound so confident 
and masterful at this. Do you never feel um, not enough at any one of those roles or guilt that you're not giving what you want to give to each? Um, or do you just give yourself permission to give what you have to give to each your business, your family, mm-hmm. yourself on any given day? I love this question. I first and foremost admit to myself every day that I'm not super mom. So anytime that I have other mompreneurs or women say, oh, you're super mom, my first instinct is, no, I'm really not. I think you're amazing. I think all moms are amazing. Um, and really, I think it's important for from in my life, and I know this isn't true for everyone, is I really needed to have that sit-down talk with my husband. Um, he is a huge business leader himself, and and he values our support mutually. So I had to sit down and say, look, my business makes me really happy. And I understand that I might not have to do it, but it's something that I need to do in my own life for my own fulfillment, for my own purpose. And um, we had to have that real like gut discussion, um, not only about budget, what kind of budget was I going to put towards this? What kind of time investment? And so for us in our life, and this isn't for everyone, you know, he said, I just need my meals on the table. I need time with you at night. I don't want you working after I get home. And other than that, have fun, go get them. I believe in you. And he's my number one fan. So I think it's important to have those real discussions and also just looking at what's best for your kids. For my kids, they love school. So, you know, I thought I'd always homeschool, and it just didn't turn out that way for me. Um, They love school. They go to school all day, and um, I've got my baby at home, and I work as she sleeps. And you know what? On Thursday, I worked for nine minutes. But you know what I did in that nine minutes? I did a lot. I love it. And then the next day, you know, I had to call a babysitter. I said, I need you for a couple hours. I've got some catch-up to do. And she came in for two hours, $26 later, you know, whatever, $30 later. Um, I got a couple hours working. So I'm, I just move with it, what my family needs, what my husband needs, and most of all, I keep what I need. The self-respect, the self-honor is, is so powerful. And the fearlessness, and also the fearlessness, not just out there in the world, but the fearlessness within your personal relationships, um, whether it's husbands, partners, friends, in-laws, parents, any of that judginess or this isn't how it's supposed to be, you give yourself, you honor yourself by having those tough conversations. Yeah. Lynn, how's the juggle? It's, you're, you're new in this. You're on the, you're honey, the business honeymoon, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, how's the juggling for right now? And, and are you in a place where you are putting a lot of time into the business because it's, so, because it's a new baby? Um, up until Mother's Day, it was craziness as far as I was really targeting Mother's Day. It's a, my, it's a great gift item. Um, it's a comfy, loungy sleep shirt um, that's great for all women, teacher gifts. So I was really hitting that hard, the Mother's Day thing. And we had only launched our website on April 20th, so just a few weeks. So but from probably January through last week, Um, it was a lot. It was a lot of time. It was, uh, pretty much every waking hour. How did you explain that to your children? Your children are older than Michelle's. How did you explain what mommy's doing and they're, and and if they're going to miss mommy or need mommy? That has honestly been the best part of it all because they couldn't be happier, prouder. They love it. They think it's the coolest thing. Um, And they never saw me working before when I was a lawyer. That was before they existed. Uh, So for them to get to see me in this way 
has made me feel really good, but I think it's made them feel really good about being a part of it. They help me pack shipments. They give me opinions on prints. They tell me their favorite colors. They, you know, my son, would he's more into the, the sales part of it. So every day after school, he'd get in the car. How many did you sell today? Uh, where my daughter will come to my desk and draw me little notes and make notes on the invoices. And so that part of it has been just absolutely it is beautiful you and share wonderful. with your family. Definitely. Yes. And it's been hard. Uh, the more challenging part has been, I'd say, with my husband, who you know him. He's fantastic. Number one fan, super supportive, but you could tell there was he lost a, something in exactly. the bargain. Yeah. He did because I couldn't just oh let's go to the beach today or let's go do this today or tonight let's just hang out and watch a movie. Like I actually had things to do, um, but he he has come around and understands and sees the joy that it brings me, the joy that it brings to the kids, um, and then I think it makes it gives me back a piece of something that was missing. And so I think for the family, it's a win-win yeah. every day. Okay, biggest obstacles, biggest hurdles. Time. Time. You know, I think a lot of times I just look at my husband, I'm like, I just need more time in my day. And then I read this amazing article in Inc. Magazine about Rebecca Minkoff and the way that she multitasks and schedules. And I think as moms, that's one of the best elements of what we bring is we are master multitaskers. So now, as I'm still breastfeeding my baby at 3 a.m., I'm working. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on my phone. I'm just, <laughs> you know, and that's what she said is during she doesn't take lunches. She's just multitasking whatever she has to do. And then once her kids are picked up from school, it's mommy time. So I just felt... I constantly want to be inspired and I constantly want to be around moms that that just, you know, want to enjoy life and, and do it on their terms, on their way. And uh, I think those obstacles of time, I think it's a figment of your imagination. You just have to decide how you want to spend your time. And so the antidote to burnout is? I think just like Lynn said, or maybe would agree with me, is your family. Just always keep your family and your priorities in alignment. And, you know, like last weekend, I just turned off my cell phone. I had no cell phone access, and we went to the beach and had a great time. And your business will always be there. So just keeping your priorities in check, I think that's a key to success. Okay. Lynn, biggest obstacle? I totally agree with everything Michelle just said. Um, I think the biggest obstacle can oftentimes be yourself and wanting to take it to that next level right away. Um, wanting to fulfill everyone's requests. Oh, I love it, but I sleep in shorts. Or I love it, but I sleep in tanks. I know. Or, we can be so <laughs> annoying. I, I, it, it was so hard to say that. No, it's yeah, all great, yeah. and it will happen. Yes, yes. But I, you I can't went be through everything all at once immediately. And yes. there's no reason to. The there's no reason There's no to. reason to. Because you know. we're not going to go away. We're still going to be your biggest fans. Of course, of course, of course, of course. So it, it's, it's just myself and reminding myself that I created this for me and for women to enjoy my product. But in the end, if I don't feel like working tomorrow, I'm not going to work tomorrow. I'm going to put it off and do it next week. And that's okay. I'm not a brain surgeon. I'm not even practicing law. I am making sleepwear. So if, you know, my new designs don't come out until September instead of August, that's okay. Yeah. 
it's uh, there was a thing we posted on Facebook yesterday about softness in life bringing peace. And the one that stood out the most for me was to be soft about the timeline. Mm -hmm. It spoke to me for parents to say, let children grow as they're going to grow. You don't have to rush it. You don't have to be stressed over mm -hmm. the worries, the anxieties. But when you say time is the biggest obstacle and and the expectations of everything now yeah. uh, or everything yesterday, um, then I think of that idea of softness and time that, you know, it's if you allow it to unfold, if you allow yourself to just take the journey, um, then you find your balance, your rhythm. Oh, so there's the word that we've avoided somehow for the majority of the podcast is, is balance possible? I mean, you know, the definition of mompreneur <laughs> on, your, on, your artic on the article for your, for your sleepwear review was, you know, it's the moms who balance work and family. And I thought, is there such a thing as balance? Lynn? Yes, I think absolutely. But it doesn't, it's not a naturally occurring phenomenon. You have to create it and you have to work hard to maintain it. Uh, and you have to let all the people in your life know that your business is part of that balance for you. Yeah. And so they need to value that and, and respect it and appreciate it. Um, and I think as long as, with everything else, as long as you are able to clearly communicate what it means to you and that it overall it's a positive force in your life and mm. by transition then in the lives of your children and your husband and your friends and your family, I think that's, that's what you do. Okay. I actually love this question and I loved everything Lynn said. Um, I think... As a mompreneur, go-getter, hustler, whatever you want to call it, you know, you start these businesses and you're just on fire and you have so much that you want to do and you compare yourself a lot to other mompreneurs and you compare yourself a lot to even just other businesses in general. You know, every day I'm looking at HomeAdvisor and Care.com and Angie's List. I'm like, I will be Angie's List for moms. But you know what? The fact of the matter is um, balance is all about reflecting about what's important to you and accepting who you are, accepting your strengths and really taking time every day to reflect on what do you want in that day? What do you want to get out of that day? And how are you going to enjoy it? And, you know, my husband and I, every day we say, did I do my very best and did I have fun? And those are our two questions that we end you our both, nights with. Wow. That's what, and that's, that's balanced so to me. powerful because it's honoring your needs. You know, what does balance come from? It comes from I have needs that conflict and are contradictory. And, and if you think of it as juggling balls in the air, they're going to come down. If You know, sometimes when I say the word balance, I think of the midnight in the garden of good and evil with that balance statue. And I think that's holding my arms up like that is just going to fatigue me enormously. But when it's, I'm going to honor that I'm a complex, contradictory person with a lot of loves and people, and that you don't have to hold it up yourself. Yeah, and I think Lynn said something, too, that I really admired, is, you know, your spouse, your partner, your love, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it would be, um, don't ever let that go. I think as, as mompreneurs... It's easy to let that ball fall the fastest because they love you the most. And you can take them for granted. And you really, I think you do in this journey. And I think that is a one ball that your company could go to a billion dollar business. And if you lose that love, that number one cheerleader, that number one fan in your life, then it will never, ever be worth it. 
This is such an inspiring podcast. I'm so glad we're doing it. We're, we need to do our wrap-up. The wrap-up's always the same. How have you got this? For right here, for right now. Um, Lynn, how have you got this? Um, I've got this because I, I did it. I made it happen. I took an idea that I really loved and believed in for so many years, and I created it. And it's not perfect, and I'm learning every day, and I'm enjoying that learning process every day. And, um, you know, whether it turns into a billion-dollar company or it's something that I do as a hobby when I feel like doing it, I did it. And I take great pride in it, and I love it so much, and, and I, I'm just, I did it. I'm proud and of that. And to save a minute every day to look at it and go, yeah, I did it. Thanks. Michelle? I've got this because I know that being a mom is the most important job in the world. And that is the foundation of what IHelpMoms.com was built on, is that you're not alone. You've got support. You've got encouragement. And most of all, you've got experts just waiting for you. And I am so proud that I built a completely free resource for moms and a free resource for experts to connect so that we never have to go through motherhood alone. Never. IHelpMoms.com. And your Facebook and your Twitter? All I Help Moms. <laughs> and Instagram. Yep. And Instagram. And Lynn, where can people find you? Uh, my website is shopdreamland.com. And then on Facebook, we are the Dreamland Company. And on Instagram, we are the Dreamland Company. Thank you so very much. I bow before your magnificence. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, Karen. Thanks. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to The Front and the Follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.